Father, this morning we thank you, God, that we can come into your house, God, that we can come and worship, and God, that we thank you that you are the God of miracles. God, even just looking around our congregation, God, we can see so many miracles, God, where you've worked. God, where you've worked, where you've changed lives, God, where you've healed people, God, where you've, where you've just redeemed situations, that you are the God of miracles, and we praise you for that. God, we praise you for the cross. We praise that you chose to die for us, Lord. God, so that we could know you. God, we just love you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for being here with us, Lord. And we pray that you'd speak to us through your word this morning. We love you and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Philip, thank you so much for leading us in praise and worship. Man, that was, that was awesome. And, uh, you know, um, lately I've been really uh, trying to focus um, on the goodness of God in my life. And... Um, one of the things we've talked about in our parenting class, we just finished up five sessions on our parenting class and one whole session we just dedicated to, we need to teach our families the goodness of God and how good God is and how awesome he is. No matter what our circumstances are, no matter what's going on, uh, for us to be able to say, God, you, you are good. You are, you are so good. Um, and you know, one of the things that, that I said to families, I, I think, I know we have a lot of stuff on our walls. Uh, I know we, uh, you know, we just go and buy different things, but you really need, uh, some type of plaque or something on your walls at your home that says God is good all the time. And this is uh, this should be your family mantra. This should be your um, just kind of what what you live by. And it's not saying that you're perfect. It's not saying that you're a perfect family. It's not saying you don't make mistakes. It's not saying you don't get angry. It's not saying that um, that sometimes you don't believe God is good. Uh, and in your own little circumstance, but but in the end, uh, you can just show your family. I, I believe. God is good. God is good all the time. And that needs to be a really, um, uh, just a powerful statement in your family. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, that's important and what I want to cover today is um, families are, are just really busy uh, these days. They're just really overwhelmed and it's really nothing new. Uh, we're, we're just all busy and, and we've got a lot of things going on. And sometimes, um, we value experiences more than we do relationships. Uh, we we just we evaluate. We're, we're kind of going through this checklist in our lives, and we just okay. We did this, and we did this, and we did that, and we did that. And but yet our relationships are are weak, and our relationships are are not strong. They're not strong with our spouses. They're not strong with our kids. They're not strong with other people, and they're not strong with the Lord, most importantly. And just because we, we have a lifestyle of just busyness. And so today, what I wanna, wanna talk about is just seeing the, the goodness of God, uh, through rest. And I kinda wanna explore that a little bit. So let's just bow for a word of prayer and ask God to bless this time. Lord Jesus, we love you so much, and I'm grateful for the praise team leading us in worship. And, Lord Jesus, you are good, and you are a God of miracles, and we just want to pause right now, and we just want to thank you for your goodness, and we want to thank you that you're right here in our presence. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Are we too busy? It seems like the culture is shouting, do more, get more, sleep less, and go faster. Overwhelmed noise, anxiety. 
and calm down. And take a second to breathe. To be grateful. And to trust the process. No matter where we are or what we're doing, to take time to rest. Now, I bet that the high school students this morning and everybody that went on the high school retreat are really going, yeah, that's a great idea. So, uh, you know, we're not, we're not going to talk about just sleep uh, today. We're just going to be talking about just resting in God's goodness. Uh, you know, uh, under this video, there's a, there was a, a comment that a mom made uh, on the, after watching this video, and she said this. She said, I needed to see this. I'm a new mom, a first-time mom uh, to a 10-month-old. My husband and I both work full time. It seems like minute, uh, it seems like the, the minute I get home from work, it's go, go, go. Even after I have been going hard at work all day long, um, I need to feed the baby, I need to cook dinner, I do the dishes, and then it's tub time. And then she uh, needs to go to bed, and then after bed, it's cleaning up, and uh, you know, and then she goes to bed, and I need to take a step back and enjoy the time I have with my baby girl. And the dishes can wait, the email replies can wait, and I need to slow down. You know, uh, one dad, uh, he uh, kept bringing his briefcase home and all of his work, and, and uh, he always you know, had it around the house sometimes, and he had a little baby girl, and the little baby girl goes, uh, Daddy, what's, what, what, are you, what are you bringing home all the time? And he just sits down with her and he says, well, honey, that's work I didn't get finished at the office. And so I brought it home because later on after you go to bed, I'm going to work on my work and try to get it done. And she looked at him and she goes, daddy, uh, I think they need to put you in a slower group. And you know, uh, that little girl uh, was pretty wise and, uh, to, to the dad. But you know what? Uh, we're, we're just going to kind of, you know, talk about uh, this, uh, this issue. And, you know, lots of families are busy. Um, now, I kind of want to just give you a, just a quick survey. You know you're busy if. And, uh, and so one of the things are here, you know you're busy if you hardly see your family. You know, you're busy if you've lost your sense of purpose or meaning. Uh, you're constantly trying to meet the expectations of others. You're unable to, to be present. You're always preoccupied. You know, you're always thinking about something. When you're in a conversation with somebody, you know, they know you're not listening. You don't make eye contact. They know you've, you've already moved on. You're just thinking about something else. That's when you're busy. You know, you're busy when you're just exhausted. Uh, you know, you're busy when you don't take vacations ever. And you don't really take time to get away and take a break. You have a hard time focusing on one task more than 10 minutes. Okay, you know you're busy. You are unhappy and you don't know why. You are paralyzed when it's time to make decisions, whether they're big decisions or small decisions. You don't ask for help and you're lonely, uh, possibly. Your to-do list uh, is unrealistically long. Man, you just, you've got a really, really long to-do list. Another one is more than one person has told you you need to slow down. 
If you got, you got multiple people in your life saying, you know, I think you're a little too busy and you're burning the candle at both ends and, and you're just a little bit overwhelmed, maybe you need to kind of step back and take a little bit of, of a break. Uh, another one is, uh, you know, you have to take a sick day uh, in order to get time off. And you know, the list goes on and on. You know, it's, uh, you know, just, we are just living in, in a culture of, of busyness. I want to read to you a verse out of Exodus, uh, chapter 23, verse 29 and 30. And it says, it says this. And God is speaking to the Israelites after they came out of being in bondage uh, for 400 years, and he's freeing them to go into the promised land. And God says this to them. God says, I'm not going to give you everything I promised you in a single year, because you are not prepared to handle that blessing. And it would be too much for you to manage Instead, you will take possession of what I want to give you little by little so you can grow. Then you will be strong enough to handle it all. And this is just kind of pacing. God paces our growth. When you're growing your business, God's growing you. When you're growing your family, God's growing you. When you're working on something or you're working on, a, you know, some of you students are working on playing sports or, um, you know, a musical instrument. While you're working on that skill, God is, is growing you. God, God wants to grow you, but he wants to grow you gradually. And, and so uh, we, we need to understand this principle and that we need to learn little by little. Sometimes we're just not going to get everything accomplished in one day, one week, one month, one year. Uh, it, it, it's a process as we go through it. Now, uh, God wants us to rest. I mean, that is plain in Scripture. God, God wants us to really uh, take time to rest. God considers rest as being very important. You know, some people feel like God only smiles on them when they're busy, when they're, when they're working, when, when maybe they're at church. They, they feel like that, you know, they have to be doing something all the time. Well, you know what? God, God loves it when we rest. You know, parents, have, have you ever walked into your child when they were sleeping? Um, you know, and just the sense of peace that you feel about that. And I'm not sure why I've got a confession to make. Sometimes when my kids call me or they talk to me or, and they say, wow, I, I had a great night's sleep, it just makes me feel better. Um, and they say, you know, I, I really rested today. Or, you know, I'll talk to Natalie and, and she'll say, you know, I really, I, you know, I really, I spent some time with the Lord today. I really rested. I was really quiet. I didn't go anywhere. I just, I just kind of rested. You know, as a, as a parent, we love our, our kids to slow down and rest. And when we get that phone call and they say, you know, I just took it easy today. It just makes me happy. I used to love to go in and watch my kids sleep and just, just to see the peace on their, uh, on their face. You know what? God feels the same way. Uh, when you rest, God, God loves it when you rest. And, and it's very, very, very important for you to do that. Now, let me, let me clarify rest just a little bit. Most of us think when we think of rest, we think of sleep and we think of, you know, sitting down just, you know, and being quiet. Uh, but, you know, rest is, is not all that. Yes, it is, it, it is that in a way. But, you know, rest is just resting our bodies. We, we need to give our bodies a break. We need, to, we need to take it easy. We need to take time to kind of slow down, to allow our bodies to, to just kind of recuperate. Sleep is so important. It's interesting that 50 years ago, um, you know, our 
our forefathers and previous generations slept two more hours than we do these days. We get about two hours less rest or sleep than, uh, than our forefathers did. And there is so many benefits to, to good sleep. But, but when God talks about us resting, he's not just talking about us sleeping. He's talking about us recreating and doing things that we love to do. He's talking about taking time to go on a walk and taking time to go on a hike or to ride your bike and, and taking a time to replenish you and, and you, you need that. It's very important for you to be refreshed in your spirit and to refresh your emotions. And, and God wants you to take that time. It, you know, sleep sometimes does not completely refresh us. Just, just sitting down and, and just taking that time does not refresh us. We need to, we need to do something that we really love to do that, that, that it would restore us. And a third part of rest is just refocusing on God is, is taking, taking that time out and just refocusing and, and just really and talking to God and listening to God and reading scripture and, and just kind of pouring through and asking God what, what he desires in our lives. The problem is we're so busy, we, we don't slow down long enough to really listen to God or, or for God to really, really talk to us. Now, I wanna, um, you know, the, the whole premise of this talk is based on Psalm 23, you know, uh, and when, when God is, is just speaking to us, and, and in Psalm um, 23, 1 and 2, God says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And you know, this is, this is such a great picture of a good God wanting us to rest and wanting us to take time. And he leads us beside still waters and he makes us lie down. And you know, has God ever made you lie down? Has God ever made you take a break? Because you're going so fast and so hard and so strong and you're just never slowing down. Has God ever really just said, you know what, I'm just going to kind of put you on your back and you're going to have to look up at me. And you're, you're going to have to do that. And, and God is, is a good shepherd and he, he wants us to rest. And, and that's one of the powerful things that come out in that. Now, a couple things is why do we overwork? Uh, we overwork. There's many reasons why we overwork. Uh, the, one of the main reasons why we overwork is mi misplaced identity. And you know, when I talk about work uh, and youth and kids that are in here, I'm, I'm really not, I'm not talking about necessarily a job. I could be talking about a sport. I could be talking about football. I could be talking about being in band. I could be talking about any aspect of your life where you're overworking and you're, you're trying so hard. I could be talking about grades and, and you're trying so hard. It's a misplaced identity and you're basing your worth on what you do. You're basing your whole worth on how you perform. Perhaps you, uh, your mom or dad said, you're not going to amount to anything. Or you're, or you're never going to be like your brother. You're never going to be like your sister. You're never going to be like your uncle. Uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps someone, perhaps a coach in your life told you you would never amount to anything, that you would never be any good, that you're worthless. Uh, and, and you are striving to, to, to be at, with, uh, you know, to try to get your worth out of what you do. And you're like, well, I'm going to show them. Man, I'm going to show them. I'm a hard worker. I'm going to show them. Man, I'm going to be successful in life. I'm, I'm going to do this. And what motivates you is, is proving something to somebody else. And so your identity is basically based on, 
on completely uh, something that, that is wrong. Your identity needs to be, be from God, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But another uh, area why we have a tendency to overwork and never rest is because we're of materialism. We, uh, we, we always want more things. And, you know, we want this, and so we overwork. And let me read to you, uh, Proverbs 24, 4 says, Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches, and they are gone. And they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. And, you know, we, we spend our lives trying to accumulate things. And I, I, I want to give you a quote, and this is a really, uh, really profound quote. I wish I, I came up with it, but I did not. Um, but this quote says, We spend the first half of our lives sacrificing our health for wealth. We spend the first part of our lives sacrificing our health for our wealth. And the second half of our life, we spend sacrificing our wealth to get our health back. The second part, we spend getting, you know, just, you know, we, we, we realize we've been overworking. We haven't rested. We haven't, we haven't spent time building relationships. We haven't taken time out. We're just busy, busy, busy. We're going, going, going. And, and you're trying to get material possessions. And then all of a sudden, the second part of your life, you realize your relationships are caving in. Uh, your, your health is caving in. And then all of a sudden you realize, hey, wait a minute, I need to take a step back. So then we spend our wealth that we accumulated all that time to get our health back. Now I want to read to you a verse in Luke. Luke 12, 15 says this. Then he said to them, watch out, be on your guard for all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. A third reason is why we have a tendency to overwork and, and never rest is because envy. We, uh, we're just kind of eat up with envy. And um, we have a tendency to, you know, we want what other people have. And we look at their possessions, we look at their homes, we look at their toys, and we have a tendency to want what they have. And, and it's not, envy is not just in material things. We have a tendency to envy uh, other people, the way other people look, what other families do. Wow, this family went on this vacation. I want our family to go on that vacation. And so we have a tendency to overwork and not rest because we want to give our family what, what that other family has. Or, or, you have a ten, or, or you say, wow, this person's on social media all the time and they're posting all the time. I need to be on social media all the time. I, I need to post all the time. And we envy other people's lives, and so we, we try to duplicate what they're doing. And so it, it becomes this vicious circle. Well, their child's in five events, extracurricular activities. My child needs to be in five extracurricular activities, and my child's going to be better. And man, my child needs this and this and this. And oh, they're going to that school, and they're going to this. And, they're, and so we have a tendency. We just want to keep up with everybody else. One of the reasons we overwork and is, is we just envy uh, what, what other people have. Now, man, Ecclesiastes is just full of rich, rich scripture. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, 4 says this, Solomon being the wisest man that's ever lived, he said, then I observed that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. But this too is meaningless. 
This is like chasing after the wind. Trying to keep up with everybody else is just, is putting you in a situation that you, you don't need to be in. Now, number four, one of the reasons why we overwork is we value achievement over relationships. Ecclesiastes 4.7 says this, I turned my head and I saw yet another wisp of smoke on its way to nothingness. A solitary person, completely alone, no children, no family, no friends, yet working obsessively late into the night, compulsively greedy for more and more, never bothering to ask, why am I working like a dog? Never having any fun. And who cares? You know, and you can almost think Solomon's saying that who cares because they have no one to share their life with. You know, I saw a, a clip of the, an actress that worked, you know, a lot of hours and she was like 50 years old and she, she said, I, I did not take time to have a family or to have children because I was just working too much. And you could just see the remorse and the regret on her face and in her, in her voice from she basically sold her soul to, to work so much and she gave up so much as a result. You know, Psalm um, 127, too, says this, It is senseless for you to work so hard from early in the morning until late at night, fearing you will starve to death. For God wants his loved ones to get their proper rest. God, I, I, I skipped a point, and uh, point number five is people don't relax because of insecurity. They're always just insecure. They're never going to have enough. They're never, and that's, and when you believe that, you're really not believing in the goodness of God. You're not really believing that God is going to, going to cover you. God is going to protect you. And by, and, and, and by the way, uh, in no way, but the Bible talks a lot about work and had the importance of work and the importance of not being lazy and not being slothful. And, and the Bible has a lot to say, but the Bible also has a lot to say that we, after we work, we need to take time to rest. It's really important. Now, first of all, how do you take time to rest? How do you, how do you take a break? Um, you know, you know, in Psalm 23, one and two, we, we, we talked about how God is a good, good father. He is, he is good to us all the time. And we, and, and the starting point is we have to embrace that. And the first lesson is we need to remember our value to God. We need to remember how valuable we are to God. It's not what we do. It's who we belong to. We, we, we belong to Jesus, the, the creator of the universe. Jesus died for our sins. He gave us the Holy Spirit. He absolutely adores us. He, he loves us. Zephaniah 3.17 says that God sings about us and dances in heaven just at the mere thought of us. He knows every hair on our head. He, he loves us so much that we are more valuable than the moon. We are more valuable than all the stars in the universe. We are more valuable than anything out there God absolutely loves us and he adores us. And we need to, we need to really, the first thing we need to do is we need to just say, you know, God loves us. Why am I working so hard to please other people? Why am I working so hard to prove myself? Why am I trying to impress all these people by what I have and all these things? I, you need to realize that you are valued by God. Now, the next one, uh, and this is so important, and yet, and it's just common sense. We just need to enjoy what we have. 
We, we just need to enjoy what we have. We just need to stop and take a moment and look around and be grateful. And we just need to be thankful. Wow, look at what God has blessed me with. Look at what, what God has given me. Instead of incessantly just wanting more and more and more and more, uh, more stuff. This is the antidote to uh, materialism. It is, it, is, it is really taking time to be thankful. Taking, just, just sit down and be grateful. You know, a, a great idea when you rest is, is just to just be grateful, just to just count your blessings and, you know, just, just go over, man, God's blessed me with an awesome family. God's blessed me with, with an awesome job. God's blessed me with this home and in this community and God's blessed me with this school and these teachers and an awesome church. And God has, God has given me so much and we just need to take time and how you really uh, stop that materialism is just be grateful for what you have. Now, now, let me just read to you a scripture. It's Philippians 4.12. Philippians 4.12 says, I know what it is. You know, Paul is, is really saying how we can be content. And this is what he said. I know what it is to be in need. And I also know what it is to mean to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who is good, who gives me strength. And man, what a powerful verse to combat materialism. Ecclesiastes 4, 6 says this, Yet a very little food eaten in peace is better than twice as much earned from overwork and chasing the wind. And what a powerful verse. Um, now, this is also an awesome verse to kind of piggyback on Lee's sermon last week and talking about the importance of marriage and renewing your, your vows. And we, you need to take time to do this. Ecclesiastes 9.9, the NIV version says, enjoy life with your wife whom you love. Enjoy, enjoy life with your wife whom you love. Take, take time to, to en- enjoy that, to en- enjoy that, that time. Listen to what... Uh, you know, Ecclesiastes uh, 3.13 says, And I know that every man who eats and drinks sees good in all his work. It is a gift from God. Look at Matthew um, 6.31 and 33. If God gives such attention to the, to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are, ne- are ever seen, don't you think... He'll attend to you. Take pride. Do, do his, his best for you. Uh, take, uh, take pride in you. Do his best in you. What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax. To not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works um, fuss over these things but you know both God and how he works. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, steep your life in God, God's reality, God's initiative, God's provision. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. It's a long verse. That's out of the message. But it's just a powerful verse. It's a great reminder. Now, number three. This is a, this is a difficult one for all of us. And... The Bible is very clear on this. It's, we need to limit 
our work to six days a week. We, we just need to limit our, our work to six days a week. You know, Exodus 23, 12 says, work the, uh, that, you know, this is what God did. And it says, work the first six days of the week, but rest and relax on the seventh day. This law is not only for you, but it's for your oxen, your donkeys, uh, your slaves, as well as for any foreigners among you. Everybody needs to rest. Everybody needs to take a break. And, and this is, and those of you who are entrepreneurs out there and you're, you own your own businesses, you need this verse more than a lot of other people. And because it's difficult for you to take a break, it's difficult for you to stop. And you, and you've got to schedule that in your life. You've got to say, you know what? Man, I'm going to honor God's word and I'm, I, I'm just, I'm going to, I've got to take a day of rest. It's very, very important to, to me to, to do that. Listen to Exodus 29 and 10. And this is uh, uh, the commandment that God has given. You have six days when you can do your work. But on the seventh day of each week belongs to me, your God. No one is to work on that day. Not you, not your children, not your slaves, your animals, your foreigners who live in your towns. And so, you know, God is, is specifically saying, hey, you need to rest. You need to slow down. You need, you need to take a break. And so... Um, this is probably one of the, this is a really powerful verse in Mark two twenty seven. Jesus said to them, the day of rest was made for the good of man. Man was not made uh, for, uh, man was not made for the day of rest. And what this is saying is that God is saying, we, we don't rest easy. That's why God put it in there. We, we don't slow down. We don't, we continually want more. We got to go, 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 go. And we've got to model God models for our, for our families. God rested. Now, God obviously didn't need to rest, but he modeled it for us. When Jesus was here, he rested. You would see he would advance in the gospel, and he would, he would rest. He would take time to get away. And then he would advance the gospel, and he rested. And he would do this pattern over and over and over again. He took time um, to take a break. You know, Proverbs 14.30 says, A peaceful heart will lead to a healthy body. When you're doing this, uh, when, you're, when you're resting and when you're forcing yourself to rest, man, God's gonna bring peace on your life. Now, the, the next thing is you, need to, you may need to adjust, uh, adjust your values. We talked about this in the, the parenting class. It's important for all of us to step back and to adjust. Hey, wait a minute. Why am I so busy? Why are we doing all this? Is all this something we need to do? Do we need to say no? Do we need to just say, you know what? We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna just try to keep up with everybody else. We're just gonna kind of take a break here. We're gonna rest. We're gonna get away. And, and we're, we're gonna do that. It's really important that, that you um, just adjust your values. And, and obviously, you've heard this statement before. We buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't even like. And we, 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 just, we just have a tendency to do this and that we're always doing uh, these things. And so I, I think what God is telling us is to the, to the family, to everybody in here, we, you need to rest. You need to recreate. You need to refocus on God. You need to take time out of your week. You know, a lot of you say, oh, I got a vacation coming up. But you know what? A vacation is not going to do it. A good night's sleep sometimes is not going to do it. This is a weekly thing you need to do in your life to take stock of your life and, and to be able to take a, a, you know, a, a Sabbath. 
and, and to be able to say, you know what, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to commit a day of rest for me. And, and during that time, again, it's not just sleeping. It's just refocusing your spirit. It's recreating. It's taking time for yourself. Because if you don't take time for yourself, you're really not going to be good for anybody else. Now, these last two scriptures I'm just going to share with you in closing, um, these are, are very powerful scriptures that we all need to look at if you have a tendency to overwork and, and listen to what Jesus says. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor uh, or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. And then just, and we're just not believing that God is good enough to take care of us. That's, that's the root of that. And then in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, Jesus says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Man, what a, what a powerful verse that Jesus has to say to all, all of us. We, we need to slow down, especially as we enter this busy season of the holidays. We, we need to, we need to kind of get back, especially as you parents have gone through that parenting class and high school students have just been on a retreat. It is important. Maybe God is just telling you, Hey, are you resting? Are you resting in me? Are you believing that I am good? Are you trusting me with your money? Are you trusting me with your material possessions on all your decisions? Are you, are you really giving that to me? And so I just want to uh, challenge as we, as we go through this, um, you know, as Brother Lee talks about relationships, um, God, if you're burning yourself out on all these things, understand this, that Jesus said, we are put here to love each other. We're, we're put here on, on this earth to love God and to love each other. And so when we get to heaven, you know, is Jesus going to ask us, hey, tell me about your goals. Did you meet them? Hey, tell me, did you get everything done on your to-do list? Did you, did you, were you able to, were you successful? Man, were you on the cover of Time Magazine? Were you on, were you, were you this, were you that? Well, hey, did you get that scholarship? Wow. No. Jesus, Jesus is going to say, tell me about your love. Have you loved? Have you spent time? Have you spent time with your family? Have you spent time with your spouse? Have you spent time with your, have you spent time loving each other? The people I've crossed your path, have you, have you been not so preoccupied that you've been able to talk to them and have a relationship with them? You know, so my encouragement to you is, is, is take time to rest. And I, I believe your relationships will be deeper. I think your family life will be deeper. You'll, you'll slow down. 
and you'll be able to enjoy uh, what God has blessed you with. I'd like y'all to just bow your heads, please, and close your eyes. If this message today has, has spoken to you, just, just in your heart, I just want you to just have a conversation with God. I want you to just be able to just confess to him that you've been too busy, that you really, your family is just going, you know, all the time, and you, you just haven't taken time to rest. You're overworked, you're tired, you're exhausted. It's showing up in a lot of areas of your life. And just, just take time to confess to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I, man, that's me. I, I just have not rested. And just ask him, just say, Jesus, will you please forgive me? And then just say, Jesus, will you help me to rest in you and how good you are to me and all your blessings? And just tell him, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, we just pause right here and just we just... We thank you for the life that you've given us. We thank you for all of our relationships that you've given us. We thank you, Jesus, uh, for uh, all of your blessings that you've blessed us with. We just forgive us for when we, we go through life and we're not grateful. We don't rest. We don't slow down. We know you want us to. Jesus, help us to just take time and, and just spend time with you and spend time with people we love. We love you so much and we're grateful for this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If our ushers could come forward for this morning.